adoption, and motherhood. When I think of these two words, I think of unconditional love, compassion, selflessness, kindness, and lots of sacrifices. I also think of complexity, heartbreak, loneliness, lack of connection, and lots of worries. You are listening to the Adopt-A-Mom podcast, a show about adoption and motherhood. My mission here is to provide a safe place for people to share their stories, no matter how difficult they might be, and in so doing, to feel supported in that adoption journey. My hope is that this process will help create and nurture connections between adoptees and their mothers, among listeners, and all across the board. I am your host, Rita Perry-Jones. Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys so, so much for joining me on my very first podcast episode. Yay, I'm so excited. I am so honored that you have taken some time out of your very important time um, to spend some time with me today. Um, my very first episode today, I'm going to talk about why I chose to do a podcast, um, how I came to make the decision, and why I chose to do a podcast. So before I start, I'm just going to give you guys a little background story, a background history, just a little history about me. Uh, my name is Rita. Uh, I am from, I was born and raised in Liberia, West Africa. When I lived in Liberia, I about seven or eight of my early childhood years was spent at an orphanage. So I pretty much grew up at an orphanage um, in Liberia. I will talk more about this as my episode go, as my podcast go along. I will give more insight and I will talk more about my life at the orphanage. This was part of the reason why my podcast was created. I was, um, in 2003, I was adopted. And so, um, yeah, that's a little background history. I will go deep into that in the future, but that's my little history. So as I said, I'm going to be talking about why I chose to do a podcast. So I, a couple of months back, I was listening to a another person's podcast, and she was talking about um, human behavior and human, human beings trying to reach the highest potential, starting trying to find themselves the purpose in life and who they were called to be and just helping people through her podcast, helping people find the calling and who they want to be, who they want to become. Why, why on her podcast, she, um, she said a quote that kind of stuck with me and a story that went along with it. She said, um, human beings will only reach for the highest branch that we can see. And after she made that quote, she, um, told a story about a teacher who um, told her class to draw pictures of things or what they wanted to become when they got older, like a career, what they wanted to do when they grow older. When they So most of the kids in the class drew pictures, you know, of the regular or normal career path, maybe like a doctor and lawyer and all of the typical career paths. But one of the boys in the class, he drew a uh, picture of a pizza d- 
delivery guy. And so the teacher thought, oh, that was different. You know, I would like to um, figure out how he came to choose this career path. What is the story behind it? And so when the boy's mom came to pick him up from school, the teacher asked um, the mom, you know, she said, I, I told all the kids to draw pictures of who they want to become when they grow up. And your son drew a picture of an, a delivery guy. And so the mom started crying because, you know, she, she said to the teacher, he drew a picture of a pizza delivery guy because his uncle is a pizza delivery guy. His dad has been in prison pretty much since he was born. And so his uncle is the only role, a male role model in his life. And his uncle is a pizza delivery guy. So this little guy, this little boy, um, the only career path that seemed possible to him, that was closest to him, was to be a pizza delivery guy because that was all he saw. So this story kind of... Uh, stuck out to me. It kind of remind me, reminded me of when I lived in Liberia. When I was in Liberia, um, the only two common common career paths that I um that I remember or that I saw a lot of was missionaries and pastors. So females, well, there were not a lot of female female pastors, but a lot of females a lot of missionaries who came to the orphanage were females. And I will say having missionaries come over to the orphanage was a lifesaver. People, I mean, people came from other countries like the U.S. and Canada and everywhere. Every year we will have people that come over to the orphanage. And we look forward to that because that's the most amazing times for us. Those are, one of, those are some of the amazing times we had at the orphanage because um, for me, I felt like I was seen, I was heard, that somebody came to take care of me, that somebody loved me, I felt loved and cared for. That was an amazing experience. Every time people came over, every time I um, had any experience with any of the missionaries that came over to Liberia, it was a great experience. Uh, there is this one lady in particular, there's a lot of them, there's a lot of missionaries that have had a lot of impact on my life, but there's one of them in particular that I'm thinking of right now, and her name was Melly. Melly was from Guatemala. She did not know how to speak English very well, but she was a missionary to Liberia. I loved uh, Melly. I felt like every time I saw her, I just thought she was she was this most beautiful lady. Like I loved her hair. I loved the way she dressed. She always had some kind of lipstick on. She always had um like nose polish or toe nose polish. I thought she was very beautiful and I, I wanted to become her. Like she was amazing to me. I remember um at some point when she lived in Liberia as a missionary, she contacted the leaders of the orphanage. I remember her. Um, to asking them if I could go spend a night or two at her place at the guest house. I remember her um, just asking the people and the leaders at the orphanage agreed for me to go spend a day or two, like a night or two at her place. Oh man, I felt like I was in heaven. I felt like, oh my goodness, like I am packing my my overnight bag and I'm going to stay with this missionary lady. She was amazing. I loved all, every minute I spent with her. 
Um, so I feel like because of people like her and all the other missionaries that came to Liberia, um, I wanted to become a missionary. That was my, when I was younger, I wanted to become a missionary when I grew up. I wanted to go out into the world, either go to other orphanages or go out to the world and preach the word of God and um, just spread the message of God everywhere. Um, another reason that I felt like I wanted to be a missionary was because I feel like if I was a missionary, that would be my way out of poverty. That would be my way out of war. Because when I'm going to different countries to preach the word of God, it'll be peaceful country. It won't be country where people are fighting and killing each other and, and people are just dying and of starvation and hunger and everything. So I feel like I wanted to be a missionary because it'll be a way out of poverty, poverty for me. So that's what I wanted to become when I was in the orphanage and I was in Liberia. So fast forward to 2003 when I was adopted. So in 2003, I was adopted. Um, I came to this country. Now that I was in America, everything changed, of course. Um, the possibilities of being, what choose, the possibility of choosing any career path was endless. Like I had, now I didn't just see one or two career path. Now there was a lot of opportunities. I could become whatever I wanted to be. Um, the endless possibility of careers. And that was overwhelming to me. It really was. But at the same time, I had to start over when I came to this country. I had to start over. I had to um, find myself. I had to find who I was as a person, as an individual, who I was um you know, career-wise, what I wanted to be when I grow up. And so I had to learn all of these things. I had to um, find myself in able, in, for me to be able to figure out what I wanted to do. So um, I went to school. I went to college. I graduated college with a business marketing degree with a, um, a minor in fashion merchandising and interior design. After college, I started working for an organization that I really love. I worked in HR for five years. And while I was working, I got married. And then after a year after getting married, um, we started having children. I had my first, stu- my first child. A couple of years after, so about 2016, we, my husband and I made the decision for me to stay home with my kids which is something that I had to pray for, something that I wanted and something I was very excited to do. And I still am excited about it. Um, so yeah, we made that decision. I started staying home with my two girls at the time. And then I worked a little bit from home for a different organization, but the working from home didn't work for me with my kids around. So I just had to quit that job and became a full-time, um, a full-time mom, which I love which I am still doing and I really, really love. But why being a stay-at-home mom, I feel like there was a, a change for me. So not only did I had to like find myself, you know, become, find who I was in this country, in America, becoming a new person, I had to find myself. And then now I had to find myself who I am as a mother and who I am as a wife, which 
was something I had to figure out and I'm still figuring it out. But I just felt when I was with my kids a lot, I felt like I needed something to, I didn't feel fulfilled. Like I know that being a mom is the best job. Like I'm so glad that God had given me the privilege to have children and to be able to stay home with my children and take care of them. I love it. I absolutely love being a mom and I absolutely love I'm taking care of my children. But I wanted to find myself. I wanted to find what it is that makes me happy. What is my gift? What is my goal in life? What was I created for? What I'm going to be doing with my life other than, you know, um, just being a mom. So I, I knew that I I know that we all have a gift. I have a gift. I just have to figure out what that gift is and have to figure out who it was for and how do I present it to them. So I started on a journey. I started um, praying a lot. I started listening to podcasts. I started reading blogs. I started listening to other mom stories who are people, other who, who are still home moms, their stories and how they found what they love to do and what make them feel fulfilled. I was on a journey. So I took a lot of career quizzes like online. Um, and majority of the quizzes that I took online, um, the resorts, the resort were like, um, a life coach or a spiritual coach or a therapist. I know that I, I really don't want to be a therapist because I mean, I guess, to be a therapy therapist, you have to go to school and I don't want to go to school. I'm done with school. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. But then I kept taking, you know, quizzes. I kept praying. I kept, um, continue, I continue on my journey of trying to figure out, you know, what is my purpose in this world? What do I need to be doing? What makes me happy? What, what is my gift? And so I kept praying. I kept, um, focusing on, you know, focusing on God and his, and his purpose for me, why he created me. So, um, I feel like God put on my heart podcasting, you know, I was just praying one day and that came to my mind, um, podcasting. And I was like, um, you must not know me very well, God, because podcasting is all about talking. And I'm not a talker. I don't, I don't like to talk a lot. I don't even know what to talk about. Um, I'm, my life is boring. I, I don't know what to talk about. I don't have anything to talk about. You know, I don't like being heard or seen. I'm, I just, I don't know what I would talk about on a podcast. But the more I thought about the idea of having a podcast, the more, you know, I got excited about it. I got like my heart felt happy. My heart felt warm inside. It just got me very excited the more I thought about it. So I kept praying um, that God would give me the opportunity to uh, to do that. Whatever podcasting was and how it was supposed to be done, I kept praying that God will make way, that God will make possibility, that God will open doors for me to be able to do that. And so finally, I gave in and I felt like I was give, I give in to what God wanted me to do, which was to start a podcast. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start a podcast. And I feel like um, starting my podcast is uh, giving me the opportunity to share my story. And because it is my podcast, it's my show, I get to talk about whatever I want to talk about, not just my story, but I get to talk about Jesus and my relationship with him, which is part of my story. I can't, I can't tell 
any of my story without talking about God, without talking about Jesus. And I can get to pray for others on my podcast. I can read scriptures if I want to. You know, I can preach <laughs> if I wanted to. I can do a lot of things with my podcast. So um, that made me very excited. And because I can read my Bible or pray or for people on my podcast, I feel like that kind of went back to my first love of being a missionary. I didn't get to go out into the world to preach, but I got to still spread the love of God through my podcast. And so, but um, other reasons why I really chose to do the podcast, um, one, like I said, is to tell my story um, and then to tell other people's story who were also adopted to tell their story so that we can all have a place to talk or a place to share our stories. Um, I feel like, I am becoming the person that I needed when I was adopted. The person that I needed when I was adopted is what I'm becoming. That's what this podcast will help me become that person of hearing stories, of sharing stories. And um, and yes, just becoming. Um, right now, I feel like I'm becoming that person that I needed when I was adopted. And that person was somebody who will help me create connection, somebody who will help me be able to talk things out, somebody who will help me be able to make this transition from um, from one country to another, from one culture to another, somebody who will help me see that I am not in this alone and that it's okay and that I can let down my guards and be who I needed to be. So I feel like this podcast will help me um, become that person to help other people and other families be able to create connections with their children and the children creating connections with them, other adopted families. So um, that was another reason I chose to do the podcast. That is actually my goal. My biggest goal for the podcast is to help um, people to help adaptive families create connection. Like I, like I have said multiple times, I want to become the person that I needed when I was adopted. And that's the person who help other, um, adopted children connect, create connection. Somebody who helped them, um, with the transition from one country and one culture to the other. So that's my goal for this podcast. And also, one of the reasons that I chose, the other reason that I chose to do the podcast is that um, I like, you know, I feel like talking is a form of therapy for me. And um, I get to talk and people get to, um, other people get to choose to listen to me when I talk, which is something that makes me feel it makes me feel very happy. It makes me feel seen and heard because it's something that I didn't grow up with, being able to express myself or talk or tell my story. This is all new for me. So I'm glad that my podcast is going to let me, allow me to talk and then other people can choose to listen. So yeah, this is, um, this is why I chose to do the podcast. I can share my story. I can share other people's story. I can be that person that I am. Um, I'm becoming that person that I needed when I was adopted and um, I get to talk and other people get to listen and talking is a form of therapy for me. 
Um, I hope that everybody can come on this journey with me. It is not a look at me journey. It is a come with me journey. And I hope you guys can um, come with me on this journey and support me. And I hope I'm able to fulfill really what I, this podcast was created for, which is to help um, families and help um, adoptive moms and adoptive children connect with each other. Um, I also will be talking about... Um, other stuff on here, motherhood stuff, things about my children, and just um, things about my life. And I will also be interviewing other people to share their story. I hope you guys can come with me on this journey. Um, I would love to have, I would love to have you listen to my show every week. So thank you for listening to this very first episode. I would love for you to come back to listen to my next episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Adaptive Mom podcast. Your time is very important. Thank you for sharing some of it with me today. If you would like to know more about me, please check out my website, RitaPerryJones.com. Perry Jones is hyphenated. Follow me on Instagram at RitaPerryJones. No hyphen or one word. Also, please join my Facebook community. And to do so, please go to Facebook.com and search for the Adaptive Mom podcast. Don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, download, and share this podcast with anyone who might need it. Thank you.